Let's go to the movies. The Oscars are here. It's finally Oscar time. All the nominations came out this past week. We're going to discuss all of those on today's episode. Welcome to episode six. We're going to take a little breather from analyzing films and discuss the nominations that just came out this week. So hopefully you've seen those by now. If not, just pop online, take a look, gather your thoughts for a moment. Um, I'm going to just go over some of my immediate reactions and some snubs and things of that nature. I made some notes so I wouldn't forget anything, so I'm going to just jump right in. My first qualm is that they expanded Best Picture category to 10 movies several years ago, and for whatever reason in the past few years, they've only been nominating like eight or nine movies. I don't understand why they don't just put in the 10th movie already. On that note, I thought Knives Out was an excellent film this year, very original, very different. I thought that could have been easily a Best Picture nomination. Maybe that's just me. Zero Love for Endgame. They got nominated for, I think, visual effects, which is worthy. But that definitely could have been a Best Picture. I don't care what your argument is. I cannot fathom how Black Panther is a better movie than Endgame. Endgame was like a culmination of 10 years worth of movie making. It was game changing to cinema. And that's, to me, the whole point of a best picture movie. I feel like that meme where the guy's just sitting at the table, like, changed my mind about Endgame. That should have been nominated for way more than it was. Uh, it is amazing that Parasite landed in best picture. So deserving. I will plug that movie all day. Go see it. Worth it. I know Joker is a great movie. But I really don't understand why everyone's so over the top about it. It has like 11 nominations. Like, can Hollywood just calm down? It was great. But there might have been some better stuff. It always feels like Hollywood latches on to like one particular movie each year. And just kind of overhypes it. And to me, this kind of feels like that one. Some snubs that bothered me are Frozen 2 being snubbed out of best animation. That was beautiful animation. I don't really know if it's based fully on just the animation or just kind of everything. But, you know, that one was really solid. Aquafina and Taron Egerton did not get nominated in their respective acting categories, despite both of them winning the Golden Globes in those respective acting categories. And that really confuses me, because typically whoever wins Best Actor Comedy, Best Actress Comedy, Best Actor Drama, Best Actress Drama at the Globes is kind of like a shoe-in for the Oscar nomination. I know it can be argued that Taron Egerton wasn't that strong of a performance, but he was decent and clearly worthy of the Golden Globe 
and I've heard, I have yet to see The Farewell. I'm literally going to be watching it any day now. But I have heard that Aquafina is excellent in that film. And I imagine it's kind of a turn for her since she's more known for comedy. So that one was just kind of surprising more than anything. Uh, Greta Gerwig getting snubbed for director is a little surprising to me as well. Just because Little Women was excellent. It is in like every other category. It's almost kind of confusing. It's like, what more did she need to do to earn a director nomination? So, yeah, those are my immediate reactions. In general, the categories and the nominations seem pretty on point, kind of where I expected things to go. There are a few movies that didn't get as much attention as I expected, but understandably so when there's so many things vying for your attention. Uh, My biggest qualm this year, the thing that I'm most salty about, are the fact that two Netflix movies are in the best picture category. And to me, I think it kind of stems back to being kind of a traditionalist. I like being able to go to the movie theater, experience these films as they're supposed to be experienced in the theater, away from the world, paying honor to all the work that was put into it. And I feel like that was kind of taken away from me with these two. Marriage Story and The Irishman and I kind of feel like I'm not really that excited about them because there's this part of me that's just kind of annoyed that I can't go see them like I want to it's an interesting move and I wonder if they're trying to just test it out and see what the reaction is like or if they legitimately thought these two movies topped everything else that came out this year It's interesting because it is a new development with the Academy. Last year they voted to determine if streaming service movies could be up for Best Picture. Part of their claim was that if it wasn't being distributed for a wide release, it wasn't allowed to go into that category. But they actually voted against that last year, which is what resulted in these two films being up this year. There was one person that I read about that was opposed to it when they voted, and that was Steven Spielberg, which is kind of surprising. But you also have to remember he's like old-time Hollywood, big blockbusters, like all about the theater. And his point was that technically Netflix is a TV subscription service, so why wouldn't that justify these movies earning Emmy nominations over Oscar nominations? starts to get kind of hazy there with the Emmys and the Oscars. What is TV? What's not TV? And I think that's kind of what bothers me too. It's just kind of the line starts to get blurred a little. And you already see it with the Emmys. Everything's just so oversaturated with streaming services. And I guess part of me is worried that that's going to be where the Oscars could eventually go. Which I know that streaming service is a huge way to distribute film and entertainment. But I feel like it needs to be tackled a little differently. Like maybe there could be a separate category for the Oscars for streaming service films, but then they could also earn the best picture film nod if they meet that standard. Similar to how you would have like a best foreign film 
nomination for Parasite, but this year that movie was so good it also made it into Best Picture. I don't know, maybe it would kind of lessen the takeover vibe that I get from it. But I do kind of agree with Spielberg on that. It just doesn't quite feel right in the grand scheme of things. Another interesting thing that I read about it was that Netflix didn't want to do the wide release. So now the major theater companies like AMC and Regal are refusing to play it as part of their best picture marathons. So basically they will play literally every movie even if it's already been on DVD. But now they're like, sorry, Netflix, you didn't want to put your movie in our theaters in the first place. So now we don't want to put your theater, or excuse me, put your movie in our theater. So they're basically just being as salty as I am. But kind of just adds to the point of more of like a, dang, like that would have been a good chance to be able to go see it, get people out to the theater. Netflix would still make some profit. I don't really understand like what their play is. I know Amazon Studios will release films all the time and they'll have like a wide release maybe for like a limited amount of time but then instantly go to Amazon and that's part of like their exclusivity is that it's already going to be available on Amazon Prime but you still do have the chance to catch it in theaters. An example that pops into my head immediately is Manchester by the Sea which was an Amazon Studios movie. Went right back to Amazon, got a ton of awards buzz, won for Best Actor, was a Best Picture nominee. It's a win-win for everybody. So this is going to be an interesting one to kind of watch as the years go by. I would honestly prefer something more like a streaming service category versus when they tried to pitch having like a popular movie category. That kind of would make a lot more sense to me. It'll also be interesting to see if they try to put movies from streaming sites in the Emmy categories for like made for TV film things of that nature because then it really starts to blur the line and I just don't really know what the solution is but yeah it does kind of bother me and like I said not getting as much hype for the films I don't really feel like I saw trailers for them and had much anticipation for them like I usually do so that was definitely the biggest thorn in my side about this award season But overall, the awards categories are pretty solid this year. And I'll be curious to see what happens on Oscar Sunday. I thought I would also go into a few of my immediate picks for who I think is likely to win some of these categories. I don't have all of them filled out just yet, but I was going to touch on a few that seemed most obvious. Um, I might do a more official ballot closer to the show. Haven't decided yet. Just have to see, I guess. But I think Best Picture is usually going to be a toss-up between whoever won the Globe. So 1917 or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood seem like good shoe-ins. 1917 might take it only because it's kind of innovative in how it was filmed. And I personally feel like that should be what the Best Picture goes to, is something that kind of changes... The face of cinema changes the way you think about movies, changes the technology behind film. So that seems like a really obvious choice. I always like a good upset and a surprise, so we'll obviously just have to wait to see what happens there. Best Actor, obviously Joaquin Phoenix will grab that. Best Actress, obviously Renee Zellweger will grab that. 
if either of them did not win, that would be truly an upset. Uh, Best Supporting Actor and Actress are always kind of tough for me, and I assume that they'll probably go to the ones who won the Globe, Brad Pitt, Laura Dern. I would love to see Florence Pugh win from Little Women, because I thought she was amazing. Animated movie, I don't really know about this one either, since Frozen 2 would have been my pick. Maybe Toy Story might get it. Missing Link could get it since it won the Globe. That one seems to be a weird favorite. Uh, I know that Klaus had a lot of hype. That was also a Netflix movie too. Go figure. But I know that the animation style was really distinctive. Cinematography would actually be really cool if Lighthouse got that, because that was actually a really good film in the cinematography sense. I don't know that I liked it as a movie overall, just because it was such a crazy storyline, but that would be an obviously good choice to win, but part of me feels like it's going to go to 1917. Best costume felt a little muted this year, nothing too lavish. My pick is Little Women just because it captured a lot of the warmth and the youth that you felt when watching the girls in their memory and then kind of like seeing how they aged and grew out of that in the current time that you were watching them in. For Best Director, I think Sam Mendes will get that just because of what it took to film 1917. But director is always one of those that it could completely fool you as well, which kind of is exciting. Best foreign movie will obviously be Parasite. There's no way that one's going to lose. For best makeup and hair, I've got Bombshell, only because they literally transformed so many people to look like other people. And everybody looked really well put together, Like, it looked like they were these people. I think that's so impressive. I think that one should totally win. For best original song, I'm going to assume Elton John will take it. I'd have to go back and listen to all the songs a little more thoroughly. I didn't think the Frozen 2 song was as mind-blowing as Let It Go, so that one's not as much of an obvious pick for me. And then the last two I had already jotted down were for adapted screenplay and original screenplay. For adapted, I think Little Women would take that just because it was kind of a fresh take on a familiar story. And for original, I put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because that definitely was original. But original screenplay felt like a really tough category this year. There was a lot of really good picks. So a lot of those are kind of like I wouldn't be disappointed if someone else took it. Uh, The categories I'm going to need to circle back to are editing, musical score, production design, sound editing, sound mixing, visual effects, and all of the shorts, both documentary and otherwise. But I, because mostly because I have to watch a few more things and I want to have a more fair opinion on some of those. But those are my immediate reactions, immediate selections, and I'll likely have a finalized ballot out the week before the Oscars. So I can try to win the Oscar ballot competition this year. And until then, we'll just kind of have to keep catching some of these films. And I'll get back to some film analysis in the next few episodes. And we'll hit you back with a recap of everything right before awards do air. So if anyone wants a quick recap on anything they weren't able to catch, you know where to find it. Thanks for humoring me and all my rants and 
opinions on the Oscar nominations. Like I said, I am going to get back into some of the film analysis before the awards show actually airs. And as I talked about in the end of episode 5, I am still going to touch on Bombshell, Ford vs. Ferrari, and 1917. So stay tuned for all of those coming at you soon. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode and join me as we go to the movies.